Welcome to Giving Head, the podcast. Wondering what head stands for? What H is for happiness, E for empowerment, and D for development. This is the podcast that will discuss topics from the 40-year-old perspective. This is where we will help to navigate you through this new chapter of your life. I'm your host, Sherry, and my co-host is named Kim. To join this community, push the subscribe button to get all the latest head episodes. And to help our head message grow, don't forget to rate us and leave a comment as well. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at Giving Head. H-E-D. Now let's get into it. Welcome to Giving Head, the podcast. Our mail featured this month brings nothing but great vibes and energy. If you know him, you know exactly what I mean. Tyron Phillips, also known as Ty the Guy, sits down with us to have a candid conversation about his happiness, empowerment, and development. He speaks to us on being raised by a single mother, how he is divorced but has learned how to co-parent for his two sons, 19-year-old Tyree and 17-year-old Tejan. And if you catch him on social media, you'll see how funny and serious he is about his parenting. Ty has worked in the mobile communications field for nine and a half years. However, he's been putting on parties for a very long time. And in 2013, he officially pulled together, along with a group of friends, 80 Proof. His parties are epic. And that is what Ty is all about. He's all about making sure others have a good time and feel good about themselves. In this season, he is all about balance. He embarked on this journey of health and wellness, and most importantly, balance. So sit back and enjoy this episode as Ty Guy leaves us with some awesome gems on how to find your happiness, empowerment, development, and importantly, balance. Welcome to Giving Here at the Podcast, and we are very happy and excited to have Tyrone Phillips, a.k.a. Tidy Guy. Hi, Ty. Hi, Sherry. Hi, everybody. I'm nervous. <laughs> I believe Mouth Almighty is nervous. I'm a very shy person if you really, really know me. But anyway. <sighs> and so I you're trying to say I don't know you now, but that's fine. I've known sure. <laughs> Ty probably, probably about last maybe three, four years, maybe. Yeah. About that. Rock hard. National Stadium. Yes, yes. And so with that being said, we have, you know, formulated this great friendship slash marriage that is, let's clarify that they tie, you know, it was a workout marriage. It was a workout marriage. So if I refer to him as my hub, I'm his wife. It's about workout. We've currently been divorced probably about a year. (laughs) I'm not a few since you, but obviously I'm not leaving. So it's whatever. Yes, whatever. Well, tell me about where you was born, raised, and some of your childhood background. Harry and Anthony Phillips, son of Rosemary Phillips. I am from Bottom Road, Middleton. And Pembroke, they call it together. It is what it is. Fairly still is. And yeah, that's where I'm from. Um, raised by my mama, my nana Rasta. So went Dalwood, Barkley, back when I was in the two schools. You know, you only had to do two schools. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Mr. Fender's drive at the prefabs. Yeah. Stayed Thomas my life. Now I just reside in Southampton. And um just 
her living and working. That's pretty much it as far as being raised and growing up. Southampton, Bermuda. So that's interesting because I never knew you was from Ton. Yeah, a lot of people don't. This kind of thing you got to keep to yourself these days. It's crazy out there. It is. It is. I wonder. You talked about being raised by your mom and grandmother. Tell me about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm long story short, not so short. Mom's worked a lot, a lot. Take care of. So I've got a brother and a sister, VP and Sherry. She's going to smile when she listens to this. <laughs> Mom's always working. So Nana took her out of us, took her everybody, all the grandkids, pretty much. When we made friends drive, we all, uh, my mom had a prefab, but my Nana had one. And we was just literally down there, like, when the after school special, we went to Nana's house. And my mama worked two, three jobs to make sure we was all straight, always, always, always. And her mom, she just did what she had to do. So Nana took her ass. Mama made sure we were straight, took her off her mom. Nana made sure everyone was good. We just a what what tight family, all these cousins and stuff like that. Even though we may have drifted a little bit as we got older, we all came up together. Okay. Literally. Like, you know, sit down, be quiet when the stories are on, type vibe, like old <laughs> school. Like, and I took that upbringing and put it to my two boys and start as best they can because times have changed. But when you're old school, you're right. Are right. you, however, however, you're raised, and that's things are changing now. You know, people are raised different, so they, they are different. But my mama's still that person, it's just still that mama. Yeah. I don't think she remembers me and I have to try to jog her memory, but I used to pack groceries at White's and I know that's where I know your mom from or remember her from. Well, it must be you because I don't remember you. I started working there when I was 12. I don't know. So, I don't remember you there. I was in the liquor department, but that's not good. Uh, that's the start of it all. Yeah, yeah. Now, tell me about how it being raised by women, did that make you any different as a man now or has it did it shape you differently than having a man in your life yes and no my mama my mama ended up getting married to my mom my husband and he was there for most of it like when we were real young my mom it was just my nana and my mama pretty much and then we called him sick he came love my mama and they got married he was there like he helped raise us but i was literally the first few years, 10 years, it was just my nana, my mama, and my uncles, Uncle Raymond, Uncle Glavin, and my aunties. So, I mean, how she put things in a different perspective, being raised by women. And my mama never did the man-hate thing type of like, you know, because daddy ran around and blah, 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 and all that other stuff. She never did that. She just worked hard and did her best to make sure that we guys here. So, to be honest, I can't tell you the difference out of new. I'm there for my boys. I always said that I would be right. because of that. And I'm, um, I always thank her. I always say, yeah, you know what? Thanks. And she's, oh, you know, I wish things are and don't wish things are different because at the end of the day, you know, everything happens for a reason. Right. They are what they are. Yeah. She just has that thing like, oh, well, you know, and I'm like, don't worry about that. Like, literally, I was a Nana's boy to the heart. Like, I was, that's just what it was. And as much as she took her all of us, I was her favorite. And she'd tell anybody, Mr. Course Promise, but <laughs> it is what it is. I'm a lovable guy. Oh my gosh. She, so she started it, you being the favorite and all that comes along with Tyrant. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Yeah, my, I got my, I'm, I'm exactly like my mom. We used to, we didn't get along because we clashed and now we get along because of Joshua. Like, it's crazy. Like, it's like my son and I, like, copy and paste, as Jermaine would say. Mm-hmm. Literally, my mom and I would be, I can, well, relationship. I mean, the people that know me, See me now on Instagram and stuff while my mom was doing things, training and all that, how tight we are. 
this ain't been like that for the last 44 years. That's for sure. <sighs> 44. <laughs> I'm 44. It ain't, it ain't been like that for 44 years. Took a minute. It took a minute. Took some life lessons. Took some getting old. Took some um, um talks on both our sides. And then one day it just clicked. And I was just like, hey, ma. And she's your mama. Like, he's more like brother and sister. Like, you know, arguing. He's just so much alike. And it, it all comes back around. My son. Another segment. <laughs> so you mentioned your children. You have two boys. Two boys, 17 and 19. 17 and 19. And how is your role as a father in their life? I think it's pretty good. I instill that old school of mom mentality. Like the like people are like, oh, you know, your boys are scared. I mean, they're not scared. I mean, they respect me. It's two different things. And you know, I ask them or tell them to do something that's they right now that they take their time, but before. You know, I mean, I'm middle school and I like to think that they have that instilled in them as well. And respect everywhere they go, you know, they know where they, they there isn't anywhere they can go where people don't know that they're minds because they kind of look just like me. Kind of? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> okay. <feel> like <laughs> people are always like, hey, your boys, man, your boys always speak, your boys, man, I said this, your boys are this, your boys are so nice, this, this, and that. Because you teach them that, like, I got slapped up the head, outside the head when I didn't speak when I walked into a place. I did the same thing. And he now smacks you. Manus is beating it to you. This is what it is. Why not beating? I got to be careful, you see. But okay. Manus is taught. I tell people it's a good thing, but it's a sad day when people um, um, commend you on your children's manners because obviously it's a dying thing where these kids just don't. Right. So a, a part of them is like, I'm glad I did a good job. This boys are great. And the other part is, man, we're in trouble. Like, because if that sticks out, manners shouldn't stick out. It should be just what it is. Should be so what I'm it is. Because I, they, it ain't nowhere they can go. Honestly, I'm, I'm everywhere. I tell them all the time. I know things about them that they don't even know I know because somebody knows me. And it helps because they're like, I ain't doing that. Yeah, I ain't doing that because my dad is gonna find out. And sometimes I'll be like, I got a video. You walking away from the situation? He's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, man, I'm everywhere. Everywhere. And I like that. I like that. Most things. I used to do. They used to get upset, so I leave it now. Yeah. Well, and for my American friends, boys mean boys. Oh right. It's such a Bermudian word, but it means boys. (laughs) I ain't ain't calling them boys when I'm mad at them. So yeah, tell them we won't go for terms now. So there's my boys. That's it. Well, as I said, I've only known you for about three or four years. I don't think knowing you during any times that you had some real trials and tribulations in your life. What was one of that really stuck out to you and took you to a low place? I'll be straight up with Donna. I've been married. I've been divorced. And I can talk about it because I'm um, this boy's mama. <laughs> this is my boy's mama. Married her and I was divorced. And that was probably a low point. More so because of the boys. And okay. we're on good terms now. If having this conversation a few years back, I would have just looked at you and be like, skip, pass, next. Right. But we're in a decent place, like, you know, co-parenting and stuff. Because raising boys is hard with all that's going on. Girls is hard, but boys these days, because the stuff that girls want and how it goes in life. And I don't try to get too much into it. The good boy. So as far as a low point, probably the split up and divorce and... Every all the nonsense that went down to the boys. Yeah. How did you get to this great co-parenting place or great even just communication with each other? Because you know, sometimes it just is bad for a very long time. <laughs> yeah. Well, Lord, I come keep saying time and perseverance because 
I could have easily gave up as bad as it was. I could have just been like, you know what? I'm tired of you, you know, forget about it. I'm tired. But yeah. I didn't time. And then it takes me because, like you said, I know people that have been divorced for like 15 years and they still don't speak. Yeah. The quest is to just, I mean, I will die hating you. And that's just, I, I don't want that. Because it, it shares in your kids. Like my son has friends. It's like, yo, he's like, I'm really glad you and Mama's Cuba because it's really bad out there. I'm like, I just look at him like, hey, man, hey, I'm, I'm glad too. So her and I, we converse and we'll conversate and we, we talk about it. And then it also helped that they got older. So they start asking questions and they start rebelling against her. And this is where a lot of the problems come by because, you know, women can't handle it. So it was almost like, ah, you know, I'm call your daddy type vibe. And it's like, oh, really? And it's like, yeah. And I was just like, I never gave up. Mm-hmm. So time, never giving up and change. Everything happens for a reason. You just, just, let it, just let it happen. If it didn't happen, then things wouldn't be the way they are. They'd probably be way worse. But they're really good. My boys are doing very well. I'm happy with them. Okay. In addition to that, you're also an entrepreneur differently. I call you the, you know, the party man. And for those that don't know, when most likely most people will know, Ty puts on several parties, personal and um, also for his own business. Tell me about how you got into that. 80 proof. One day it's myself, Neil deGraff, Jason Stowell, aka Fliff, Kenneth Burns. We guys are always, this back before we started, 2013. Before that, we were always at some mother's party, having a good time, showing out, doing what we do, drinking, crime, just having a blast. I put it like that, having a blast. Mm-hmm. I grew up around a party house. My mom was really good at having parties. <laughs> I grew up around telephone company guys that had parties every year for their birthday. So it was literally like I was groomed into it. Like everybody in my department would have a birthday or party all day on their birthday. And I just liked it. So even when I was married, my wife and I were like my birthday all day. I didn't need Christmas. So one night on the porch upstairs, we was just sitting there and I was like, you guys should have a cruise. Then guys looked at me. I was like, what do you think? It's like, all right. Literally, that's all I meant. Wow. Literally. Wow. And sitting off drinking, I was like, because it started to die out. We go on older people's cruises, like the Breakfast Club and Club 15. And Club 15 stopped. So it was a, a miss for us because we used to go on the old. It was really like that mature, I think, mature crowd cruise because they had the most fun. They're, they're all about drinking, dancing, and having a good time. Less worry, less fights, and stuff like that. We don't want to worry about that. So when that stopped, I felt like I had been on enough. I didn't miss a cruise for like 10 years. So I felt right. like I could do it. And I felt like I was known enough, popular enough. I guess I could use the word where people would know it. And 2013, first cruise was. A party success, a financial failure. My nana rest I still was like, don't worry about it, baby, just keep at it. 2014, broke even. 2015 was the first BHW. And our time slot was in an empty slot already. And it just took off after that. 80 proof was in a wholesale name, per se. And then we went into land parties, Christmas parties, where people look forward to it. Still getting asked today, can you please squeeze in a party before the end of 2020? We was going to try, but we don't think we are. Right. And I do it for the love of it. The money is okay. Like literally, literally, I don't bank on it because you can't have these bad days. I've had this cruise where just like, you don't really make anything. But I love to watch people have a good time. We've had 15 cruises, one altercation, 15 cruises, 
four land parties. So I had about 20 parties over the last yeah. 10 years. Successful yeah. parties. And people are like, they ask you all the time, any proof that's this? Because we have rules and regulations and stuff like that. Don't, we don't tolerate nonsense. We just want to party. Just want to party. And the house parties, that's just, I have a lot of drunk friends. Try everything <laughs> I have been there. I have been there because I missed a couple and I was really threatened. Um, I feel like it was some domestic violence, you know, um, possible couldn't happen. So I started showing up. (laughs) All jokes, guys. All jokes. (laughs) People look forward to a good time, especially now. Now is people just want to have a good time at a small birthday party. I'll say small because, you know, it's phase two. Yeah. There's three small birthday party and you can just see people were happy to be out of the house having fun with other human beings because that was a thing in the past for like three months. Yeah. It was like coming out of shell. So next year, um I'll see because it's gonna be a fee and frenzy. Everybody's gonna be looking to get paid, make the parties, this, this and that. If so, because next year is still gonna be iffy. But yeah. that's a hell of a story. But um, um if I get the chance, I may have a house party this this before the years out, let me say it like that because people be on yes. me. Before the years out, something private. I go from there. I love to do it. I'm, I'm really good at it. Apparently, I've been told people yeah. love the parties. I legit got to ask yesterday, Ty, please, one party before the years out. I'm like, I took one party, 250 people, then I'm that person that's doing, I don't know, I can't throw that. <laughs> I, throw that. I don't want to be that person because people are having them, but nobody's saying anything. I don't want to be that one person they try to make an example out of. Exactly. Well, as I started the conversation saying that we became to know each other through working out and and things like that. And I think you and I probably had similar stories, but you've taken yours to a different extension at this time in the sense of um, working out, not working out, eating good, not eating good, and all of these kind of things. I apparently am still on that roller coaster. However, I have watched you without you saying, you know, on Instagram and different things like that on your different WhatsApp posts of this lifestyle change. And what's consistent throughout that is the thread of balance because Ty will have where he's pushing sleds, lifting, you know, tires and all that. And then Saturday it's a a beer and a shot glass. (laughs) So tell me about how that balance has worked for you. Cause I can see changes within you. Yeah. Um, um, thanks a lot. First of all, I got, it sounds weird, but I got tired of losing weight. Yeah. Yeah. I got tired of the up and down. Andrea Jacks, Andrea Hines, Lord have mercy. Yeah. man's wife. Um, um, years. I've been training with her since 2012, eight years. And I have all these medals, these trophies for winning rock hard and, doing these challenges, eight week, 12 week, blah, 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 blah. And my son asked me, he's like, daddy, what's all these for? I said, they're useless. He's like, what you mean? I said, they're useless. He's like, why? I said, look at me. He looked at me. I said, well, I don't understand. I said, I'm the biggest I'm ever being. I'm with all these trophies. And I can only remember the time that I was where I want to be when I got the trophy or the, or the battle. Just pointless. So then, you know, got in Go away, you get your physical, I got executive physical, physical hair. They're so like, the up and down will mess with your thyroid and your body will choose a side. And I'm mm. a naturally big boy. So it's just, so uh, to map it out, I'll lose 18 pounds before the summer. I'll put on 22. 
I'll lose 18, then I'll put on 25. So I've gained seven mm. on top of what my habit. So it was funny. So as I got older, it just started t- t- tacking on. So 2019, pretty December, all my clothes are tight, big, stuffed and everything. I travel a lot. I'm, um, shout out to my muffin. I travel <laughs> a lot, going away, traveling, eating, having a good time. I just got, I was like, I'm tired. I just said, I'm tired. Tired of doing this. This is irritating. Like, I'm, like I'm irritated. Right. I know the feeling. <laughs> right. So, I actually, I've been away twice this year. Before COVID, January and February. But January 6th, um, so I'm lying. The first week of January, I called my trainer. I said, I'm ready. She's like, all right. So I said, Andrea, I'm ready. All right. She just what she said. Just heard it before. Every January, every... Right. February, um, March, every every beginning, so every September, I'm ready because I'm done. My pack of Eagles over, had parties and done whatever. So I went in tour January. Remember, told you, told you me in January 6th. She's like, "What's up?" I said, "I'm ready." She looked at me. I looked at her. I said, "Look at me. It's time." She looked at me. She's like, "Okay." She just saw it in my eyes, and I'm like, "All right." Got on this L. Didn't look. They imagine me. I didn't want to know. I tell them. I don't want to know how much I read or how much I do read until January 4th. Jermaine was like, that don't make any sense because it's January 6th. I said, January 4th, 2021. He looked at me. He's like, you serious? He's like, that's hard. You know, I said, it's not. I said, it is, but it's not because you give me a challenge for 12 weeks and I win it. I'm mad with somebody about 20 medals over there. Right. I've been challenge. I've got trophies. Eat wise, drop a size. I've been it because it was only 12 weeks. So I said, my girl is to drop a pound a week for 52 weeks with micro girls in between. He just looked at me. Andrea looked at me. I was like, I think it's serious. And I was like, tie it. Now let's go. Yeah. Balance. So the first two months, I did take two trips. It was hard because I'm at my biggest and she's, I got on the scale. She sucked her teeth. I knew that's bad. So I'm like, I don't even, I don't want, I still don't know. I still right. don't know. So I'm, um, I literally started and as bad as it sounds, because COVID-19 started back in November, I remember I was a baby and I read about it. It was a, the best thing for my girl because I'm home. You're home. I never stopped working. Um, Central Record, sell one. I never stopped working, but you couldn't go out. You couldn't drink. You could only go to the grocery store. And a story that I tell people, they're like, well, how you do that, Ty? I'm like, well, this guy was like, yo, you know, look, man, I'm putting on all this meat. I don't know what's going on, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, man, eating out all that KFC and all that takeout. He's like, we can't go out to eat. And then he just looked at me. He's like, you're trying to, I said, whatever you're eating, you put in your grocery cart. That's what you ate. Right. I'm still a big boy. I'm not sitting there posting and all that stuff because balance, like you said. Right. Um, tomorrow night is cocktails. That's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Moderation and my trainer watching, knowing that I'm serious. So she got on me. So she's like, it's working, Ty. It's working. So 25 weeks in, I read in. I was down 25 pounds. Wow. Still irritated because I'm not even back to my old big weight. That that my press weight that I made in, I'm still not back to that. As I think I'm not even sure. So she's like, You're on track. I said, Okay. Summer came, micro girls. She's like, What you want to do? I'm like, All right, I've never trained to this summertime. Train? I know. I know. I've got too many cruises and products to go to. That's what? usually when we broke up. <laughs> <laughs> I got time for you. I'm, I'm got things to do. <laughs> I'm got non gym wives to see. I'm good to go. So yeah. 
She's like, you want to go do it? I said, let's go. She's like, all right. So a micro girl, I was like, my man girl, it started chewing. I said, my man girl is to not. I scrapped you one for her because it's summertime. And I said, balance. Um, to not gain an ounce or a centimeter. Not in a pond. I don't want to gain an ounce or a centimeter after summer. So I training. Anybody knows the tidy guy, check my post. It's shots and nerves. Let's just say a shot slit and all sorts of stuff. And at the end of the challenge, September 7th, I had lost five pounds and six pounds and five inches. Wow. Now it was half a pound a week instead of one pound. So now I'm just got to get back on track and just keep going. Mm-hmm. September was 35 pounds for 40 weeks and a mom like 14 inches gone. Wow. Still having fun. That's what he did. People say, oh, you know, starving at that young, you know. And a big, big part was my mama, real quick, because she's on the radio the other day. She lost 119 pounds in two years, all natural. Yes. She made up her mind. The medical dean, the doctor said, get better or check out. And she said, yeah, I'll check you later. And she just went on her mission, went on her journey. And recently, radio the other day, she's my inspiration. Like, I was going 60 and she'll walk 10 miles. 15 minute miles. She smoked me, but I don't want to talk about that right now. Yeah, well, she's an inspiration to me. Like I say, at Real Tears, when I listen to her interview, um, it's just outright amazing. Yeah, so to watch her, it was just something to get. And bring us closer. I'm going to spin it with my mama, like, spin it. Okay. Yeah. She, she motivates me. Let's go spin it. Let's go walking. I need me a little, man. But I go. I go. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, it's time with your mom. Exactly. Like I said, yeah. we was Moesy Titus. Now we are, and we sure, we sure that, we sure that in common. So with her as well, balance, balance. Four days a week, I eat strict. One day, I eat whatever I want. The other two are semi good, are semi strict. When I say strict, meaning I have a plan that I do. And my trainer's like, I was going to change. She's like, Ty, it's working. Like, you got through the summer, and I was partying with her. She's like, it works. Like don't all do like it works. Don't do nothing drastic because you're gonna get tired. Eat too much green, too many greens, too much greens. You get tired of it. Like I have, I tell a fake snack like avocado oil chips, like barbecue. Like I, you make substitutes and or moderation. Like I was telling Jermaine, I 16 chips in a serving. I'll count 16 chips and put them on a napkin and just eat them. Yeah, like just balance. So I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Like Fridays, I eat carbs all day. I love it, but it makes me tired. So I, but I can't eat much because I'm full. Right. What it is, what it is. It just takes time. So COVID nineteen, in all honesty, you either saw people get real, they um, take advantage of it and lose, or didn't take advantage and gain. And I'll put it like that. So how has it changed your life? Uh fitter, I feel better. My kids actually want to get in. Trainer my mama, I'm a happier person. I'm going in and I never say I want to be skinny. Be careful what you ask for. Right. But I love being fit. Clothes fit better. None of my lashes, summer clothes fit the old too big. Like, I'm just a happier person. That's not about skin. I'm, I've learned about what a dead boy is and all that stuff. You know, I'm a big boy. It is what it is. Stronger. Makes work easier because I do a lot of lifting and stuff. You know, field technician, walking up hills, elevated climbing ladders. It's just a easier lifestyle. Not you getting out of breath and walking upstairs. We lift 100-pound batteries and stuff like that. It's crazy. So 
grieving probably and I work out with my supervisor, he's my gym partner, man. It's it's just a happier life. And then you just feel better. Just feel better. Well, and you touched on happier. So the podcast is called Giving Head about happiness, empowerment, development. Tell me in general, how are those three things for your life or what fits in those three things? Happiness, I'll put it like this. I wrote this the other day, something I made up. You want happiness in life? Know the difference between your needs and your wants. Mm. You want happiness in a relationship? Know the difference between being loved and used. Mm. And you'll get it. You'll get it. There's like three days, 73 days in your life, the day of born, the day you die, and the day in between. Life's not on. I honestly believe like things are there, but you honestly have to make the best of it. So losing weight, I'm inspiring people because apparently I do. My mom inspiring people. She wants to start a walking club. People are hitting me up. Happiness. Um, Relationship-wise, I'm happy. I'm content. Yeah, mm. I'm straight up and not complicated, but she makes me happy. I'm happy. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with how things are. Right. Communication and development. It's just making sure that your kids, because you only heard of to make sure that the kids that you raise are better than you. Twice the person you are and half the person you shouldn't have been. That's how I look at it. Both my boys in Bermuda College, the younger one, Tyree, Tyree's the other one, Tejan, doing Julian Roman, Barkley and Bermuda College. He shared me a picture. His only vice president's list. It's like an honor roll for the college. They had to start that after me because I wasn't on it. I'm pretty sure that weren't there. I've never, I didn't even know they had that. I couldn't You're supposed that. Like, to be on that tie? I never, my was never that high. So <laughs> to see him doing that and his doing school twice and working there. So that's development and empowerment to me, watching him and then work and still have some sort of a social life and get it done. Because that's all I ask. I tell this boys, failing is okay. Not trying, I don't tolerate. I don't mm-hmm. tolerate. So happiness, that's us. Like people say comes from a film, but it does. Surround yourself with people that make you happy. That's what you have to do. If mm. you are, and I'm a people person. Like I don't tolerate certain people or certain things. So if you see me, well, I'm pretty cool. If you don't, it's probably somebody that I don't want to deal with. Okay. Because I don't have to. I don't mm-hmm. have to. Like I'm at an age, 44 now. I'm, I'm not dealing with that. I don't feel like it. Right. What for? Oh, come on, what for? So you manage your energy that way as well as keep positive people around you. Energy and vibe. If the vibe's off, if I meet somebody who had the vibe's off and the energy's off, I don't have that time. I was told by somebody I'm on the back half of my life. And it hit me. I'm like, yeah, 44. That's 88. I don't know. You're right. I'm on the second half. Yeah. My first, like, that first innings is over as far as things go. So you got to make the best of it. Prime years. Like you said, I'm cricks and cracks, scandal oil training. But you just, energy and vibe. That's it. Mm-hmm. I truly believe in them. You let off a bear vibe me. It's like, I don't even need to know what it is. That's the one you and whoever's got to deal with that. Right. I'm not that guy. So I need that to learn. I'm an amazing guy to be around. That's what I've been told. Okay. So I okay. leave it at that. I leave it at that. <laughs> and I'm going to leave it at that. That was a perfect yeah. way to end in. You're amazing guy. Toy, thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate you. Everybody have an awesome day. And this was pretty fun. Thanks for joining us this week on Giving Head, the podcast. And make sure you check us out on Instagram and Facebook for more information on this head episode. And as always, subscribe to the show to catch every new head episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you that good head. 
see you next time. Ciao for now. Bye.